from Memphis, Tennessee, it's Memphis Board Live. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. What it do? We are live from Ayatop Mount Moriah, down the hall from Nonstop Hip Hop here at Flynn Broadcasting. Welcome to Memphis's number three sports show. Three years running, folks, according to the readers of the Memphis Flyer. It's only two shows better than us, and I don't agree with that, but that is how it, how it ended up being. I am well, it's only because we're only one day a week. I mean, if we were five days a week, then definitely we could, would have that top spot. Yeah, I, I you, think so. you've got a good point. Uh, welcome to the program. I'm Kevin Cerrito. Joined alongside, as always, you heard his voice just then, Fox 13's Marcus Hunter. Hunter Boy's in the building. What's up, Hunter Boy? Not much, man. Not much. Just enjoying a beautiful Saturday morning in January. Well, the weather is awesome, except for the rain. It's not too cold, though, so that's good. Yeah, absolutely. And on the other side of the glass, Johnny Radio here. CJ Hurt off this week um, on vac- vacation. He's actually, CJ's doing Christmas today in Nashville. Oh. Like, is it too late for Christmas? It's too warm for Christmas. It's Wait, definitely is too today warm. the 12th? The 12th of January, he's gone th- gone home to Nashville uh, with his family to do the Christmas. He couldn't get off for the holidays. Not from us. We let him off. I was getting ready to say, dang. <laughs> we would let him off. But uh, from his other job, couldn't get off, so... Uh, shout out to CJ and, and all the folks listening in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, man, it was a crazy Grizzlies game last night. We will talk about it. Oh, my goodness. I hate I had to leave for so much of this program today. Marcus, you did leave. That's that's unfortunate. We will talk was, about that game. It was an unexpected playoff atmosphere. I mean, we knew the crowd was going to show up. We knew the yeah. Grizzlies would show up. Yeah. But you're playing the Spurs, and uh-huh. you're a boring team in the NBA. Yes. And just the way that everything played out last but, night. But, but Grizzlies-Spurs games are always exciting. And it, it proved that last night. And you forget, yeah. like, the last I mean, time they played, it was an overtime game as well. Exactly. Just in San Antonio. Exactly. And that when game, the Grizzlies kind of got screwed by the reps. In that game, Manu hit the game winning, uh, the game-tying shot, and not Parker. And, then, and also, the Grizzlies hadn't beaten San Antonio since they eliminated them from the playoffs two years ago. All right. This, we do have uh, back here at our regular time, 11 to 1 here each and every Saturday, big two-hour broadcast. We're going to talk Grizzlies with making his MSL debut today is Kevin Life. He's the managing editor of StraightOutOfVancouver.com. That is the SB Nation Grizzlies website. That's StraightOutOfVancouver.com. They cover the Grizzlies. And uh, Kevin Life will be here. We'll talk a lot of Rudy Gay trade with him and a lot of last night with him as well. The, our buddies from uh, B3 Fights will join us on the program. We will have Hang Up and Listen at High Noon. We'll take your phone calls and you can win great prizes. I think we might play another game today too, Marcus. Were you at the Grizzlies game last night when they did uh, Globetrotter or Rick Trotter trivia? I was not there during that, but uh, I'm pretty sure that was a very exciting segment. You know, they'd ask a question, and you have to say whether it was the answer was Rick Trotter or the Globetrotters. Uh-huh. Rick so, Trotter, big uh, big fan of Rick Trotter, the PA announced with the Grizzlies. Friend of the program. Yeah. So we thought we would spin that off today. Okay. And a little bit later on, you will play Johnny Radio All right. in the premiere edition uh-huh. of Rick Trotter or Chuck Roberts trivia. <laughs> Chuck Roberts, the former Tigers PA announcer. Rick Trotter, the should-be Tigers PA announcer and Grizzlies PA announcer. He should be the voice of Federal Express Forum. That would be a good gig. That would be pretty nice, yeah. right? Well, uh, the power of MSL may be able to make it happen, but it's, uh, it's, I bet it's slim to none to make that happen. But we will, tr- <laughs> we would love to see that happen. So, okay. But it would be tough. Rick would have to, you know, he did, that's another 20 more nights he'd have to spend away from his family every year. Um, It'd be, have, yeah. you know, it's, it's three hours, three hours. 
Yeah, not many, yeah. I'm pretty, you have to get there a little early. I'm pretty sure he gets compensated well enough that the wife will probably be like, you know what? The extra dollars, I can I can understand that. The extra dollars, new living room suit, works out fine. So we will play that at 12.30 today. So here's what you need to do. If you want to be an at-home player, which all you do is you sit at home and you have Marcus or Johnny Radio play for you, uh, if you want to be an at-home player for your chance to win a HoopCityMemphis.com t-shirt, if you want to win a HoopCityMemphis.com t-shirt, just tweet at us right now at Memphis Sport. That's at Memphis Sport on Twitter. Send us a tweet. One person, uh, one of the first two people who tweet us will be at home players later on today when we do Rick Trotter or Chuck Roberts trivia. All right. Should be pretty exciting. But we start every week with the starting five. Well, these are the five most interesting and important sports stories for the sports fan in the Mid South over the past week. Number one story, the Memphis Grizzlies defeat the San Antonio Spurs for the first time Yeah, since Game 6 of the 2011 NBA playoffs. How about that? It's been a while. Yeah. Grizzlies. <laughs> what, I mean, what a game last night, Marcus. What point did you leave the ball game? I left the ball game with about three minutes to go in the first quarter. In the first quarter, you yeah, for a long. I, yeah. I mean, I, I was working. I had a I, the, the story I was doing last night for Fox 14 was about the Rudy Gay trade, and I uh, went down to FedEx Forum, uh, talked to uh, some fans down there. Um, we got Lionel Hollins earlier that morning talking about you know his thoughts about the whole Rudy Gay uh, situation. I also talked to Ron Tillery uh, for my story last night. Um, you know, commercial appeal beat writer for the Memphis Grizzlies. Also does some work here on 560. So you know, it was a. Uh, it was a it was, it was a good story, but I I couldn't stay because I had to leave. It was unfortunate. I had to leave that game. It was a great game. Uh, okay, so of course we all walked away last night saying, "Let's not trade Rudy Gay." Right? That's what you were saying. Like, let's not trade Rudy. Well, Gay. let's get off the trade de- Rudy Gay bandwagon. It depends. No it, it, it depends. Like when the regulation of the game was over, I think there were more trade Rudy Gays because he missed those two free throws that would have iced the game anyway. But those, then kinda, hit, those were kind of hidden. Those were yeah, hidden yeah, a little bit. Those were hidden a little bit. But then in the overtime period, he hits the jumper to give the Grizzlies the lead, and everybody is like, "Oh, this is why you have to keep Rudy Gay." Man, you know it's so it is a, it is an interesting made. situation. <laughs> it, it's it's a uh, I mean it's it's different. It changes it's, it's a the yeah. city is bipolar right now when it comes to this situation. We don't know what to think about it. You know, I'm starting to think. You know, just from talking to people around the city, I'm starting to think more people, and, and I'm the same way, around the, if you're going to trade Rudy Gay, a, a move needs to be made. But if you're going to trade Rudy Gay or anybody from the team, don't do it until the end of the season. Let this season Wait, That's your bandwagon now? Because you I mean, were Mr. Trade Rudy Gay. You're going to let just a four-game win streak over two teams that are lousy non-playoff teams, one that's just trying to break through in the Gold State Warriors, who they still don't seed right now. They still don't know how to win necessarily. They don't have the tradition of winning with the Grizzlies. They're at home. They're a five-seed. But you, they, you, they still don't have that tradition of winning of the Grizzlies. And you beat the Spurs, but it takes overtime to do it at home at Federal Express Forum. But so see, here's the thing. you're going to completely change no. your stance on Rudy Gay after really only one impressive win. But they snuck out with a victory last night at the Grindhouse. But see, here's the thing. you got, you got to think about a few weeks ago in December when they went on that West Coast road trip, they lost those games. They lost to Phoenix. They lost to right, right, Denver. Right, 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 right. They, they lost during that trip. And this time they went out there and they and also had Rudy trip. Gay during that trip. Exactly. It was the same team. Exactly. So and they were, why and they can't were you pl- look at that trip as well? And they were playing horribly. I think that 
there is a level of comfortability that that people get to, even athletes, when they when when, when they don't think that anything's going to happen to them. Like if like if you have a job and you think there's no way you're ever going to get fired from your job, and then the rumors start spreading that they're looking to downsize and you're one of the guys who's looking to cut. Well, maybe your production at your job is going to go up a little bit because you don't want to lose your job. And I think I'm not saying that Rudy Gay went out there lollygagging or anything, but I think that the fact that he could possibly be traded and during his interview yesterday morning, it was clear that Rudy Gay does not want to be traded. I mean, he's been with Memphis his entire career. He's helped this team grow. He doesn't want to be traded to a non-playoff team when he's on the team that has the possibility of making it to the NBA Finals. So guess what? He's going to step his game up. He's going to play harder because he knows if he continues to play poorly, he could be traded before the trade deadline. At this rate, now if he plays well and the team plays well, you can't break it up if they're winning. You can't break it up before the All-Star game if they're winning. So... It's unfortunate then, because of the way that the Grizzlies are playing and the, way the Rudy Gay that they've been playing over the past week or so. Yeah. We should have started some trade Rudy Gay rumors uh, during the Clippers series, huh? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> if we were I mean, like, Rudy Gay is on the trading block. I mean, no, I mean, I mean, you're going to get traded right after this series. You couldn't start Would it then. It up? You couldn't start it then because he played so well down the stretch to get them that four seed. It's, 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 when he would got he be more motivated? Would the team be more motivated to play together? If we had rumors going on, that's what it's because we got to have rumors. You got to keep the rumors going for the rest of the season, <laughs> even after the trade deadline. Once you get past that trade deadline, he's going to get in the comfort zone and not care about it. I don't, you know, I don't know. If, does he really want to be in Memphis that much that he wants, he's going to start playing that much harder? I think that he wants to be on that winning a team, team that's going to make it yes. a chance to go to the Western Conference Finals. Exactly. And we're going to talk. Plenty, this is a good team. Plenty about this Grizzlies team. Even we're moving on to number number two on the starting five, which is the Grizzlies. They lost. Uh, they haven't lost in a while, but they're, that they did lose last night, Marcus. Mm-hmm. I was I was a little nervous because I think if they lost last night, the momentum would have shifted. Now they go into Dallas tonight. They get the Clippers on Monday. Big stretch. Dirk's back in Dallas. Okay. And if they, if they would have lost last night, that, that momentum would have died off. The Rudy's going to get traded and we're playing together momentum mm-hmm. because if they were lost in overtime, that would have been a deflating loss. And, and you have to travel to Dallas tonight and then it's going to be tough to beat the Clippers whether you're on a roll or not. And the fact that Rudy gave missed those free throws would have added fuel to the fire. Right. So, it's a good thing they came back and won that game in overtime. And Rudy was the guy who hit the shot to give them the lead and then D.A. Uh, cleaned it up with uh, the assist from Tony Allen. But, yeah, you're right. Now they have momentum. So you go to Dallas, and if you can beat Dallas and you come home and against the Clippers, I mean, you're riding a five-game winning streak at that point. So even if you lose that game, then you have the Clippers are a good team. So you've still, you know, gotten people to back off of that. But if you can win this Dallas game and win that Clippers game, I think you breathe the new life if into the host. If you can win all of them, yeah. yeah you breathe new life into the host. You don't think they're going to go 3-0 and in the stretch of this weekend. I don't. This, if we give it to make it a three-day weekend or four-day weekend yeah. out on Friday. I mean, I don't see why not. You think they're going to win all of them? I don't see why they're they gonna, couldn't. Gonna, I would say best case scenario is 2-1, and one, but most likely scenario they're going to lose tonight in Dallas and that they're going to lose uh, Monday against the Clippers. The Clippers are the best team in the NBA right now. You know, when the season started... I'm first, hating on the Grizzlies. This team is awesome. Their first month of the season... A back-to-back and traveling to Dallas is not easy. True, it's not easy. Not with Dirk being back. Did you see Dirk the other night? I mean, this dude's back to being like, he falling over making three-pointers. Yeah, you know, but... The Grizzlies aren't, you know, Dirk, Dirk isn't going to beat Memphis by himself. OJ might. Well, we saw what happened to OJ the last time. He got shut down. We'll see how motivated Tony Allen is again. Tony Allen. He'll be motivated. Clippers return to the grindhouse for the first time 
since Game 7. Game 7. I wish this stretch going on right now, tonight's game, I wish it was against the Thunder. So it would have been Grizzlies versus all other playoff rivals in three back-to-back games in in uh, four days. Yeah. That would have been that would have been it would have been a, I mean they have a better chance to win tonight against the Mavs than they would against the Thunder, but how cool would it be to be like Friday night we're playing our rival the Spurs, Saturday our rival the Thunder, Monday back home playing our, our rival the Clippers. I mean it's cool. I mean if you want to go back several years, you can look at the last time the Grizzlies were in the playoffs before this recent run, they lost to the Dallas Mavericks, so it's not a rival if you can't beat them. They did they got swept. Yeah. Alright, moving on to number three. Speaking of rivals, is UAB a rival? If they are, it's the last time the Tigers are traveling to Bartow Arena tonight. What a week what a week for the Memphis Tigers. Um, they continue to win. They've only got three losses, and really uh, none of them are, are, are that bad, but they still have yet to get a good win. you got to win in UAB your last time in Bartow Arena mm-hmm. uh, tonight. I just don't see like, – like this Memphis Tigers team, they could win every game in Conference USA, and I, and I honestly still wouldn't know what to think about them because the conference is so bad. Like the competition they're playing is just – man. I wish they were playing better competition so you can get a better gauge of how good this well, team is. Well, they're playing UAB. UA, when is UAB since, since when has UAB been a good team? When the Mike Anderson was here. Exactly. It was so a while it's, ago. It's, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I mean, I don't have much to say about it. Hopefully the Tigers win. It's a tough place to play, and UAB treats it every year like it's their like it's their Super Bowl. Their atmosphere is going to be like Memphis. I love Bartow Arena, though, because it's like everybody's right on top of you. It's a small place. The fans are right yeah. on top of you. I love the arena. So uh, sounds, the sounds, Tigers, they're going to be gross. in for – sounds gross. Yeah, the so, sounds hot and sweaty. I'd rather sit in a leather chair at Federal Express Forum. Well, I mean, just because, you know, you're from Germantown and you like the final things in life. <laughs> It's not true. I, I have lived in Midtown for for a long time. Got four stair furnace at my property. All right, we're gonna keep uh, moving on to number uh, you like four. The leatherback chairs to sit in and have your comfy, cozy sitting beside you while you watch a basketball game. Number four in the starting five: Memphis AD Tom Bowens encouraged by the Big East meetings. As uh, the headline from our buddy Kyle Beasy in the Commercial Appeal this week. Um, he this is his quote about the Big East meetings, which. I'm so confused on Tom Bowen, but his quote is, It was a very exciting and, I believe, a very good move forward in the first steps of this new conference and what it's going to become. I'm very encouraged. I guess he's got to give the spin, right? you got to spin that it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. But we're just a few months away from the Tigers becoming members of the Big East. That's on July the 1st. Yeah. San Diego State still not sure if they are going to leave. A little, a little waffling going on over there. You know, maybe, you know, maybe they want to see how the, the, the Tigers care. The Big East cares, even though they're way out there in San. It doesn't make any sense. They got to have a travel partner. Yeah, it doesn't have make to any find sense. somebody else. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense com- considering where they are, where they're located. But we'll see. But uh, so he's encouraged by the Big East. I wouldn't have We didn't get much time last week to touch on on all the uh, the, the latest developments of the of course of Tom Bowen and, and, and Josh Pastner uh, stuff that was going on and. What I mean, do you think that uh, that they're back on that same page now? Uh, I mean, I think they're close to being on the same page. I mean, you, I mean, you know, that like there's a page. Have you talked and to you Tom have Bowen? Page have you in talked the to Tom Bowen this week? I have not talked to Tom Bowen this have you, week. Have you talked to him since any of this? No. Have you seen him? I have not seen him. You know, Tom Bowen, he's he, he's a behind-the-scenes kind of guy. Yeah. All right, we're going to move on to number five because it's something I'm a little bit more passionate about, which is Barrett Jones. Made history. Ramajama, yellow hammer. 
Made history when Bama won this week. Barrett Jones, of course, from uh, the Mid-South area. Went to was the ECS. ECS, yeah. And has won three championships in four years. The only college player, I believe, ever to do that. An original member of the Fox Routine all Mid-South team. The, one of the first teams we had. He was on it. Well, the first team we had. But here's what grinds my gears, Oh, boy. Marcus. Oh, what grinds your gears, Peter Griffin. About Barrett Jones. Because all I hear is what a great Memphian this guy is. He's so great for the community. What a great representative. But he didn't go to the University of Memphis. No, no, he didn't. Why don't we criticize him for not going to the University of Memphis? Do you? What? When we do that for all the basketball players who, who turn their back on this town. If he's such a good Memphian, why didn't he stay here and rep Memphis as the best player? And don't act like you can't be do you, awesome. Do you want? You can get Don Terry Poe come out of here and D'Angelo Williams. Do you, do you want the politically correct answer or the? I want your honest answer, Marcus. We don't go politically correct on this program. Because if you have an opportunity to go play at the University of Alabama. And be coached by one of the best coaches to ever coach. He decided ever walk the sideline. This four years ago, before we knew for sure that Nick Saban was the best. Oh, you knew, you knew, you knew, but you knew he was pretty good. Fifth year senior. You knew he was pretty good. You knew he was pretty good. You knew Nick Saban was pretty good. No, he's he's not a fifth year. I'm saying, you know, whatever. He's still a good player, a good good product to come from Memphis. I understand that, but but I don't don't think you can get this great Memphian card if you left town when you could have stayed here. I mean, he wanted to play for the. He wanted to play for one of the best schools and the best conference yeah. for one of the best coaches. And guess what? It coached him up to be one of the best offensive linemen, if not the best offensive lineman in college football. He's going to be a number one. He's going to be a first round pick. Yeah, sure. Then Terry Poe uh, was a first round pick. He played on a lousy Memphis team. But exactly, and and I, and I can guarantee you this. He's doing well. I can guarantee you this. Poe would tell you that he would have loved to have won three national championships during his college days. But he didn't even win three games in his final year. You think he, like, I don't even think he won three games in any season that he was at the University of Memphis. Should we hold this against... Uh, and, and Jones won three national championships. Should we hold this against Barrett Jones at all? No. Nothing, not at all. No. Michigan should be like, should just put him on there like he's D'Angelo Williams. I mean, look, we just had, uh, we just had the, the, like the D'Angelo kid from White Station. here broke records. Imagine the records maybe the Bear Jones could be breaking at Memphis. I mean, the kid from White Station, Donald Gray, he just committed to Mississippi State. The best football players in Memphis don't go to the University of Memphis because the University of Memphis. Because of people like Barrett Jones. Because they play in Conference people USA. Like Barrett Jones who turned their back on the city. Oh, yeah, because we're all getting hyped up to have a conference opener against Memphis Tulane. Memphis can never be good if the hometown kids Lee, I'm not saying he sh- he had to have stayed, but I'm saying the love fest for Barry Jones and that him being a great Memphian, it needs to be mentioned that he could have been a great Memphian and gone to University of Memphis. He just could have. And we criticize the basketball players, and I know the football program is not near as good. Yeah. But he could have stayed and been a great Memphian for real and shown his love for the city. See, he's just a great guy who's from Memphis. Here's the thing. You take he's Barrett, just a great guy from Memphis. If you take Barry Jones and you put him on the University of Memphis team, that team does not win more games. It doesn't. Oh, so I thought he was so good. He's the game but he's, changer. But, but, but one great offensive lineman isn't going to be the determining factor in how many ga- in, in whether or not you win Whatever, but it can several more games. Better players to continue to attend the University of Memphis. He could have done a great civic duty and tried to help turn around the program. D'Angelo Williams picked Memphis over Arkansas and oodles of other places he could have gone. And he came to Memphis when they were in worse shape and hadn't been to a bowl game in 30 years. I don't know. I'm just saying. I think D'Angelo Williams is the better Memphian, and he's from Wynn, Arkansas. Win.
All right, that wraps up the starting five. We'll get your thoughts on that if you want at high noon, 360-8255. We play Hang Up and Listen every week when the sirens are going off in the suburbs. We, uh, you can tweet us. That's at Memphis Sport. That's at Memphis Sport on Twitter. You, can, you still have time right now to tweet us if you want to be an at-home player for the game we're playing later on tonight. Here's how this works. You don't have to do anything. You just have to tweet at us, and you'll, Marcus or Johnny Radio will play for you. Uh, you just sit at home and win prizes. We've got a free Hoop City Memphis t-shirt for an at-home player uh, today. You can also tweet to our personal pages. I'm at Cerrito. Marcus is at Marcus underscore Hunter. And Johnny Radio is not – why are you not at Johnny Radio on Twitter? Can we get that changed? Yeah, that's something we can definitely work on. I uh, hate my Twitter handle anyway. I don't know if it's available. Yeah, let's work on that. Let's try to get that get that changed. Soon we'll be able to find him, hopefully, at Johnny Radio, but probably end up being like Johnny Radio 3 or something. Hey, 3, that's good for number 3. Oh, yeah, you're right. All right check the availability of that. Get that changed. Before Johnny Radio! Before three is taken, you go Trace. <laughs> you just keep going. That's a good idea. Uh, you can uh, text us, 67129. That's 67129. It's the Sports 56 text lines. Text 56. Join to join the uh, Sports 56 text club if you have not done so already and uh, of course find us on Facebook search Memphis Sport free ticket Friday every week giving away free tickets to one of our Facebook friends that's every Friday on Facebook before we go to break though let me tell you about Gould's Day Spa and Salon Valentine's Day is your counting Marcus Practically a month away. You're going to have to do your Valentine shopping in the next month. We are one wait, month wait. and two days away from did, Valentine's did, Day. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Did we not just have Christmas? We did. That's what I'm. That's why they tr- they switch it over in the stores fast. They switch it over. You know, they run out of Christmas tree cakes, little Debbie Christmas tree cakes at the store, and then they, next day, they got Valentine's Day cakes. In there. Mm. I mean, you got you to gotta go. You're running out of time already, Marcus. Make your, make your Valentine's Day plan. But here's the perfect gift. Okay. That's a Gould's Day Spa and Salon gift card. It's a Memphis tradition for almost 80 years with 12 locations in the Memphis area from downtown in the Peabody, that's where I go, uh, to Olive Branch, to Carterville, to everywhere in between. There's a new location in Germantown on Exeter. There's a new location at Poplar Plaza in the old bookstore. Uh, Gould's is open seven days a week with most locations, locations open until as late as 9 p.m. They're all over the city. They're open late, so all you got to do is stop in and get a gift a gift card uh, for your loved one. Or you can just order them online at GouldSalons.com. That's GouldSalons.com. Gould's gift cards are perfect for any occasion, whether there's the upcoming Valentine's Day or it's a birthday or an anniversary or just a thank you gift or I'm thinking about you. Get your loved one a Gould's gift card today. Day. It's perfect for any occasion. It's where I get my hair cut, and you should too. We're going to take a quick timeout and be back. You're listening to Memphis's number three sports radio program. This is MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Fish and Stats. Weekday afternoons at 3, right here on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Up and coming, up and running down. Back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. GK was on the radio. WHBQ. Welcome back to MSL, Memphis's number three sports show. Remember, if you ever missed a portion of the show, you can catch the podcast at MemphisSport.com. We still have a spot open for um, our online uh, contest. We're trying to get an at-home player for our contest for, for later on tonight, uh, or later on in this broadcast at 12.30 today. Uh, we are going to be playing 
Rick Trotter or Chuck Roberts trivia. And um, we were going to have an at-home player. It's going to be Marcus versus Johnny Radio. We have one at-home player. We need one more. So just tweet us at Memphis Sport if you want to be an at-home player. The winner will get a HoopCityMemphis.com t-shirt. We'll be able to choose between a couple designs and sizes on that. Uh, check out HoopCityMemphis.com for all your game day gear. This portion of MSL is being brought to you by Smoothie King. Be good to yourself. Smoothie King smoothies or a real fruit blend, and they are delicious. Marcus, have you stopped by Smoothie King recently? Oh, yeah, and I have to uh, get back by there because um, I love Any shout-out to any particular flavors? Uh, n- no, because I just every time I go in there, I, I, I like to try to try something new. They have this um, thing with like, that with like pineapples and bananas, and it, I can't really think of the name of it, but they pineapple have this surf? thing with yeah, the, yeah, the pineapple surf. It's really good. You know, I still love my strawberry kiwi. Uh, that's still always going to be my, my favorite. And so, um, yeah, Smoothie King. As a matter of fact, I was thinking about making a Smoothie King run today because I'm going to need something delicious to drink while I'm watching my 49ers take down the Green Bay Packers today in the playoffs. Go Niners. So I'll be probably enjoying me a nice smoothie while I'm watching that game, sitting back with my feet propped up in my nice Kevin Cerrito leather, leather-bound chair. I don't have a leather-bound chair. I wish I did. But uh, especially, I'm going to give some shout-outs to some of my favorite flavors, the Island Impact, the Pineapple Surf, the Raspberry Collider, uh, all great. I was up there. I had the, it's, This is perfect smoothie weather. It is, in January. Right January smoothie weather. Uh, so there's three Memphis-area Smoothie King locations. There's the one in Midtown on Union Avenue, the one on Germantown Parkway in Cordova, the one in Carterville on Houston Levy, and there's a brand new one coming to Germantown on Exeter, G-Town. close to our new, close to the new, um, the new uh, Goulds. Yeah, it's right yeah. over there in that same shopping center as the new Goulds. All of our our favorite places over there. Smoothie King smoothies are a real blend of fruit, all natural juices, and a functional mix of vitamins and nutrients to fit. Every need. Smoothie King, you can, uh, if you don't want a smoothie and you just want a, a health product like energy bars or healthy snacks, vitamin supplements, you can get that at Smoothie King as well. Smoothie King, be good to yourself. So so are you going to go get your smoothie and then go get a haircut and be sipping on your smoothie while getting your haircut? I might do that. That sounds like a good idea. But the new, the new, Google, the new Smoothie King, though, yet to open. It's opening later this month uh, over there, so I'm waiting. I can't wait to make that happen. But uh, right now, joining us in studio, we're one week away from the next V3 fights. It's been a tradition on this program. Mm-hmm. Usually we have them on the same day as the fight. We're going to a little bit earlier today. One week from today at Minglewood Hall, V3 fights, next big event. And uh, we got some fighters and some folks in studio. If y'all would like to introduce yourselves. Yeah, I'm Jaleel Willis. Uh, best fighter I know. Is you? <laughs> Who? Uh, what's your nickname? You got a nickname? Uh, I'm the realist. The realist? Yes, sir. All right, we got the realist in in studio, and um, you'll be fighting next week. Is this a, is this a title match? Nah, I wish it was a title match, but a title match should be coming pretty soon. I just gotta keep on with the keeping on. <laughs> Who are you fighting? Uh, Austin Parker out of Biloxi, Mississippi. What does he got a nickname? I don't know. I really don't care. <laughs> just knock him out, huh? That's all you're That's thinking right. about. That's right. Just dominate. All right. Now, you're lucky because usually if, uh, the fighters who come in on this show, they, they win. They've, they've yet to lose. Uh, one, we had one, one time, lose. except the leprechaun. His name yeah, was the, the leprechaun. The leprechaun. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who that is. Um, oh, the leprechaun embarrassed me. 
Uh, I've been I've like I refused to eat Lucky Charms or anything since then. I mean, or, I would, I mean, I refused to watch any of the Leprechaun movies since then. I hope he's the Leprechaun you, in the Hood was my favorite one. I used to enjoy that movie. What was that quote from that Leprechaun YouTube video? I don't know. We need you to find the delicious. <laughs> so you're the best fighter, you know? Who's the second best fighter? Uh, probably Ben Henderson or something like that. Uh, the and what's your what's your trademark maneuver? Do you have a submission move or? Oh, uh, my trademark maneuver is all about the slam. You know, you get picked up and you're going for a long ride, like WWF, old school WWF. Okay, so let me ask. That's you. my type of fighter right there. So let me ask you this: <laughs> Were you one of those kids? Because you like to slam. Were you one of those kids growing up? Because I know I used to do this back in the day. We used to just slam each other. It'll be like just a matchup, see who can grab each other and throw each other on the ground. Did see you do that? Yeah, just slam. Just slam. That's it. So you just kind of perfected that skill, and, and that's just what you do? Yeah, it's just so natural now. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see how that can work because, like I said, kids is all we did. You know, we didn't fight each other. We just lock up and slam each other. Yeah. Whoever got on the ground won. Hey, it helped me out a lot, though. Uh, the realist, one of the fighters at next week's V3 fights at Minglewood Hall, joining us in studio. How did you? How did you get into fighting? Oh, uh, pretty much, man. I just went to Delta Fur. Just what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're from Memphis, aren't you? Yeah. Okay, he's from Memphis. Okay, I heard Hold the fur. On. Pretty wait, pretty much. I just went to the Delta Fair. You know, like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, but he said yeah. fur. That's, that's he did. He did say Memphis. He right did there. say fur. Yeah. The Delta oh, Fur. Went to Delta Fur. Right, you know, I just went to the. How did you get into fighting? I just went to. You show you. <laughs> All right, please continue the story. I mean, I went to Delta Fur, sitting in the crowd. Waiting to see some fights. I was uh -huh. thinking, like, man, I could probably do this. And seen one of my old wrestling coaches, and he was into the V3. So they came up to me, asked me, hey, are you a fighter? I'm like, yeah. And they was like, would you fight tonight? I said, yeah. And <laughs> they was like, whoa, 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 whoa. So you just, they just picked you out of the crowd, and you went and fought. Did you fight that night? Yeah, I fought that night. Oh, what did you, now you had to have had some experience as, like, an amateur wrestler. Yeah. Or? I'm a state what? caliber wrestler, man. Oh yeah, yeah. So you bring your you're like the uh, the Kurt Angle of MMA. Yeah. Uh, you've brought your 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 uh, real wrestling skills into a new place, into the the MMA world. Yeah. So 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 since you've joined crossed over, have you been working on any other you know techniques other than just you know what you learned in wrestling? Have you been working on you know your standing fighting or kicking or anything like that? Uh, boxing. I'm trying to uh, develop boxing. I really like Floyd Mayweather. Okay, okay. I'm really. I'm still confused. So you, you were at the Delta Fair, and they pick you out of the crowd. That's right. So if somebody goes next week to the V3 fights at Minglewood Hall, they could get picked out of the crowd and can fight. Nah. Would you I, fight I, somebody I, from the crowd? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just got lucky on that one. Just the opportunity, and like when you see something like that, you gotta take it. You know, mm -hmm. like no matter what situation, you gotta take it. Well, so what's your record since then? But um, I'm six and zero now. Whoa, undefeated. Yeah. Undefeated. Putting putting the streak on the line. Yeah. V three fights is next week. The realist is in studio with us. He got his start at the Delta Fair. Were you just so you just went like what else did you do that day at the Delta Fair before you? Uh, uh, I was selling t-shirts. You, you were selling t-shirts for uh, a certain little t-shirt company, just trying to. So you there working at the Delta Fair? Yeah, just trying to make some money. But you weren't so you weren't there like on a date and you all like riding a ride and nah. like, let's watch these fights and then all of a sudden like wait a minute you just wanted to impress the girl and you get in the ring and that nah, didn't I wasn't trying to impress nobody. I was just really, really, really bored. You know, you very, were very bored. bored and <laughs> and they helped me so I took advantage of it and I went out there and dominated. I mean, so 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 the guy that you beat, I mean, what was his background? 
I have no clue. You just went in there and just they, <laughs> they, this. They tried to show me them. They was like, because they thought I was scared, I think. They tried to show it to me. I was like, I don't need to see them, man. I just need my mouthpiece. And <laughs> they gave me a ride to go get my mouthpiece. And I was fine. That was it. All right. All right so, so that'd be a great story. Like, like if you ever, like, you know, are seen on the big, the, the big like, UFC. Yes. Thing would be a great story. Her tell. <laughs> I love that. All right, this this, this is exciting. So next week's uh, V3 Fights is Performance Toyota Presents V3 Fights. So that's January 19th. Uh, doors opening at 6 o'clock. You, uh, we've got also the, the owner and the founder of V3 Fights is in studio with us. Uh, what's going on, Nick? How are you? Good, man. How are you doing? Uh, if you are there, is this the biggest the biggest match going on next week? Is is, is it uh, Willis's match or is it a different one? Uh, you know Willis is a, is the fighter we've been you know trying to eye on getting you know really as as a championship contender for us because he's an unbelievable wrestler. He's with a great camp, so on the ground he's strong, standing up he's strong. So I, I wouldn't say it's the biggest, but it's it's one of the biggest ones on that card. What? What uh what else is on the card? What else is good? We've got it. It's uh well we got two heavyweight <laughs> fighters. Uh, both of them are our champions. One's the champion. One's the interim champion. Both of them two hundred sixty five pounds. One six foot four. One six foot five. Oh, some big boys. I mean, it doesn't get bigger than yeah. that, right? <laughs> yeah. And and for people who've never been out to see one of these, like uh, just to ex- explain the big time feel and everything of a V three fight. Man, it's it's truly just an event. You know, uh, a lot of these guys are old wrestlers and stuff from here too. Like Jalil wrestled at White Station. Um, a lot of these guys are from around this part of town, but also a lot of them are from out of town. But it, it's an experience, you know. It's not just, it's not just fights. It's, uh, you know, there's just no more emotion. That, it, MMA just has so much emotion in it, and I think you really get to grasp that, especially at Minglewood with with the size of the venue, and with uh, everyone that comes out to see it. So, if you hadn't been to one and you like watching on TV, uh, it's a no-brainer to come out and check it out. Oh, I like. Uh I like watching it in person more than watching it on TV. I mean, it is, it's an amazing... Yeah, amazing definitely. Event. And plus, we also have Herb Dean coming and refereeing all these fights. Uh, Herb Dean's big UFC kind of referee. He's uh, going to ref all the fights? Yep, he's going to ref them all. We were just going to ref a couple of them, but he said he wanted to ref all of them. So. It seems like he's going to get tired if he's refereeing that many matches. How many matches on the card? Uh, I think we've got 11 total. All right, 11 matches. All right, yeah. so that's... Uh, next week, Minglewood Hall. People can get tickets at... Yep, v3fights.com. You can go to minglewoodhall.com. You can go to Minglewood Hall's box office. Uh, and grab them. Grab them while you can. All right. And uh, uh, before we let you guys go, um, realist, if you will, do you have any words now for your opponent that you will be challenging next week? Anything else, you, any message you would like to send to him? Um, I don't know you. I don't care to know you. And you're just an opponent. Another win. Another win, going for seven and zero, oh, and he's got now the uh, MSL advantage because we rarely, rarely lose unless you're a, a crazy leprechaun. All right, guys, thanks for coming in studio. We appreciate it. Uh, good luck next week. We'll be there cheering you on. Uh, that's the guys from V3 Fights next week at Minglewood Hall. We'll take a short time out. Be back. We'll talk Grizz Spurs next. You're listening to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 at Boom. We are the voice of SEC fans. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter.
Welcome back to MSL. That was fun, talking to those guys from V3 Fights. If you have not been to one of the V3 Fights, you've got to check them out. Every couple months, they're there at Minglewood or the lobby of Federal Express Forum. They're also taking over Nashville now. Uh, the realist, that guy's a cool, cool fighter. Fighter, man. yeah, he's, yeah, he's a very cool fighter. I like his story. You know, just plucked out of the crowd, went in there, and now he's six and zero. Oh, so, uh, I, I wish him nothing but the best. White Station kid, so good luck, good luck to him. Yeah, he's yeah, he's he's a, he's a, a local product, oh. and he seems like I because you know when you put, put him on the spot and say like call out your opponent, and he's ready to go. I don't know who you. Like, are. I don't know you, dude. So, so you're just gonna be another win. <laughs> another notch on my belt, homie. Right, this portion of, of MSL is being brought to you by Church Health Center Wellness. If you're looking to make a healthy change this year, the New Year's here. New Year's resolutions. Of course, you know the, the big one. The gyms are are crowded this time of year. Yeah. You've been going? Uh, no, I have not really went to the gym at all. And what is your New Year's resolution, Marcus? My New Year's resolution is just to be more awesome. Be more awesome. That's yeah. Not I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm already pretty awesome. I just need to be more awesome. All right. Well, if you're looking to make a healthy change this year, start the year off right at Church Health Center Wellness. Marcus and I both, we've been members for well over six years. And, man, they've got everything at that place, whether you're into weights or cardio or basketball or strength training. They have it all. And um, they, I mean, they have everything you need to kick off this new year with a bang. There's no contracts and memberships are as low as $15 a month. It's located in the heart of Midtown at 1115 Union Avenue. Of course, there's the Church Health Center, which does great uh, work for those who are without insurance. That's on, on Peabody. But this is Church Health Center Wellness, and it's right there on Union Avenue in the heart of the city, and it's open to everybody at 1115 Union Avenue. Church Health Center Wellness uh, is your key to a healthier you. $15 a month. That's all. That's all. $15. That's, that's, pretty, that's a pretty... Uh, low rate for such a state-of-the-art facility. Check out their website, churchhealthcenter.org. That's churchhealthcenter.org. Or stop by for a tour today, and you might see Marcus while you're there hooping it up, and then you can challenge him to a basketball game, and then you can embarrass him. Look, no, 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 that's not going to happen. By, uh, what? By this summer, by this summer, I'm going to be uh, so good, I'm going to I may think about working out for the Grizzlies. Were you playing the with the Globetrotters this week? What was? That? Oh yeah, yeah. On Instagram. What yeah, I played that? a little, played a little, a uh, little horse uh, with buckets, Blakes from the Harlem Globetrotters. Um, you can check out the story on myfoxmemphis.com. A little plug right there. But uh, through the power of editing, I was uh, hooping it up with uh, Brooke Thomas, um, or. Good morning, Memphis anchor. And uh, from the looks of the video, oh, she the new that the new yeah yeah she's new. Oh, okay, she's, new. she's the she took over for Lauren Johnson like at the, yes the three a four a.m. show. Yes, and so I was uh it, it, it was she and I were on a team together against buckets. Um, buckets won. Uh, you we, lost to a globe trotter. We put it together. It, it, it was and horse. you're saying you're getting it was, better. It was horse, come on, it was horse, and he's a globe trotter. Okay, horse against globe trotter makes sense. Yeah, and so. You know, it wasn't just you know. I mean, if you were playing one on one, he probably still would have dominated me, but still, you know. I'm not bad. I mean, I'm not, you know, church health center getting whooped bad. I'm church health center. I'm going to school somebody bad. All right. All you know, right. You know, the guys up there are like, you know, it's like me playing you. No competition. At church health center? I'm just joking. Some guys are up there are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Some guys I, are pretty good. I just love that court there, though. The court of oh, church yeah. health center. Oh, yeah. I, I do like the nice. court. Right there. Easy on the knees. Easy on the knees. Is it really? Yeah. That's Church Health Center. It's my gym. It's Marcus's gym. Go be a member today. Joining us in studio now is Kevin Leip. He's the managing editor of StraightOutOfVancouver.com. That's the SB Nation Grizzlies website, and he's here to talk to us. Last night, man, woo! It was a good one. 
It was, was so man. great to be in the building last night for that ball game. <laughs> Until I had to leave, yeah. <laughs> What's going on, Kevin? Welcome to the program. Man, Mark, you should uh, you should try out for the Washington Generals. I hear they're looking you, for some people. You know what? I wouldn't mind trying out for the Generals. Always have that as a backup career. Exactly. You know, I can make a few bucks uh, losing to the Global Trotters 17 times a year. <laughs> Memphis's own Washington General. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I tell you what, guys. That felt like a playoff game last night to me. Um it it had that atmosphere. The forum was just electric. Um, I was really that was a really important win for the Grizzlies to get. I think because you know because we lost our first game there. Uh, I didn't know until I was on the way in that was the first time we'd beat them since the playoff. Dude, Gri- in 2011. Gri- Grizzlies, yeah, they haven't beat them since the playoffs. I, I'm I don't I guess they played them four times. I don't know. The Spurs were awesome last year. Yeah, and of course they didn't get playoff revenge, and they've only played once this year. But uh, that that. The the environment was insane. It was. Would you put it as the loudest? Because I thought it was the loudest that the grindhouse has been since the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. I would say maybe maybe that heat game where Ellington was hitting those buckets, but you had so many Heat fans in the house for that game that uh, yeah, there was the occasional like the cheering for the the yeah. Heat going on um, at random times too. But it felt like a a home Grizzlies playoff game without the white T-shirts. Yeah, it really did. Which was kind of uh, refreshing. Yeah, and uh, and the fact that Memphis had that lead, blew that lead, and then had to come back and reclaim the yeah. lead. Like, the way that game was played, it was almost like it was the perfect game. to Like, if you had never been to a Grizzlies game and you went to that game and you left the arena that night, like, I'm sold on Memphis Grizzlies basketball, and I'm sold on coming and watching the basketball game. You know, it'll make a believer out of you. Um, you know, there's something about this team. I, I don't know why they're in so many close games. I guess it's... You probably say it's because of their their offensive struggles this year, but um, yeah, it seems like every game they're in is a, is it's either a heart stopper or it's a blowout one way or the other. There's never like a you know like an eight point win or a ten point win or something like that. It's always it's always 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 close, and they're never out of it, um, except when they are out of it, like that Houston game. But um, too too bad every day can't be Tony Allen's birthday. <laughs> True. Last night. And TA is 31. And too bad every game Rudy Gay isn't worried about getting trade by the end of the game. Yeah, we should have started talking about that sometime last year. Yeah. I guess around the playoffs. Like, trade this dude. Because um, he's, playing, he's playing great now. It's one of those things, <laughs> well, man. But he missed those night. free throws, too, though. He did miss yeah. the free we keep saying that. He also almost cost the team. Last night was classic uh, Was classic good Rudy, bad Rudy. You saw all the, the amazing things he can do. You know, he <laughs> he crushed Manu Ginobili's head with that dunk. Um he he was creating shots. He was great on defense, and then he misses free throws. He's missing jumpers. I mean, it was it was both. It was the best of Rudy. It was the worst of Rudy. Um, I there were a lot of people on the trade Rudy bandwagon before last night that are probably off of it now. Is um, it just because of that one dunk? Yeah. Well, and the fact that we won. Here's you know you know here's the thing that that gets me about Rudy Gay. So last night he scores about 23 points, but he takes 20 shots. Yeah. And I think it was Parker last night. He had 32. He took the same amount of shots as Rudy Gay. Like, I don't understand why Rudy isn't getting or, or trying to get to the free throw line much much more than he does because he's a big enough body. I mean, I understand he can't dribble, so you have to be able to dribble to get yeah. to the lane. But, I mean, he's so long and so athletic, you would think one dribble inside the three-point line, take two steps and get to the basket, should at least get you a foul. And Rudy... I mean, I mean, let's see. Last night he was two for five from the free throw line. He shot five free throws. 
Yeah, I mean, and that's that's the criticism of Rudy, though, right, is that he's a really inefficient scorer. Yeah. Tony um, Parker is 7 for 7 from the free throw line. He so. takes too many shots. The shots that he does take tend to be contested outside jump shots. Uh, he doesn't go to the rim. Um, it's one of those things. If he would go to the rim, at even half as often, half more as often as he does now, he'd have 10 free throws a game. Mm-hmm. But he just, for whatever reason, he's never figured out that that's that he could do that. It's like he doesn't. I don't know if it's like you said, his handle is just not good enough on I mean, the ball. I mean, his handle isn't good. He does sometimes come to me come off as sort of a soft player. Uh, because uh, I, there was a game, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if it was a Golden State game, but there, there was a game last week where he had a breakaway and he kind of went to the b- basket very lazily and got a shot blocked yeah. from from a guy who was behind him. So it's it's almost like he lacks wanting to be just a physical dominating force. Like, say for instance, LeBron James. He wants to be the most dominating physical presence in the game of basketball. Yeah, he does. If Rudy Gay would understand that, dude, you're you're taller than the team starting power forward, and you're athletic, and and you're two forty, use that to your advantage. I, I just don't see him doing that. He still wants to be a finesse jump shooter, like you said. Yeah, and you know, it's something. Last night in the post game, I thought Lionel said something interesting. He was saying that uh, it, it's kind of hard for Rudy to fit into the Grizzlies' offense because we have two dominant post players in Zebo and in Marc Gasol. And so it, it kind of keeps Rudy from being able to get into the paint the way maybe he would want to. But, uh, you know, I don't know that I don't know that he would get into the paint even if he had the opportunities. You know, it's like you say, he's so, he, he, there are times when he's way too passive and there's times where he just plays out of his mind. Mm-hmm. And, and I think last night we saw both of that in the same game. Um, and I'm trying to figure out when Rudy Gay turned into a post player. Right. Like, at what point in his career did that did that transition take place? Because the first three years of his career, I, he never looked at Rudy Gay as being a post guy. He was always a wing slasher. Now he's backing guys down. I mean, he's been successful at it when he right. does it. But I think that that's because maybe it's because that's not what he naturally does, and he's right. trying to to develop that. And and maybe Lionel Hollins is saying, dude, you're so big, you're going to have to learn get a post game. I guess you know I. Like you though, I just I wish he would take it to the rim and get more free throws. I mean that that would be such, you know, if he'd had, say, ten free throws last night instead of five and made them at the same rate, that's still two more points for the Grizzlies. Exactly. And how does Mike Conley, the point guard, he's ten for ten from the free throw line. He right. shoots ten free throws, and the most athletic wing player on your team who can get to the basket only shoots five, and he only made two. So. I mean, one of the most athletic wings in the league, yes. I think, and still only gets five free throws. So. Kevin Light's joining us in studio from straight out of Vancouver.com. So do you or do you say trade Rudy Gay or not trade Rudy Gay? Man, um, I I think it's obvious that they have to make a move. I, I don't think it's possible to say don't trade him because basically they have to. It's because either, of salary cap yeah, or because, because the team cap. is not ready to win? Because of salary cap. I mean, you've got $58 million committed to four guys next year in Mike, Mark, Zebo, and Rudy. $58 million. You have to have at least a 13-man roster. So, so, but if you, so you trade him before the deadline? Trade him? I just don't know how you trade Rudy Gay off of a 24-10 and 10 team in the middle of the season. I mean, it's... He, it's obvious that a move has to be made, but who are you going to get for Rudy Gay with the contract that he has that's going to replace the aspects of his game that helped the Grizzlies? Like, who are you going? What are you going to get in return for well, that? What are you going to? When you lose Rudy Gay, what are you going to lose? Well, I think that's kind of a 
Because you, you're not going to lose three-point shooting, which this team no. desperately needs. You're not going to lose outside shooting. You're not going to really lose defense that much. Well, yeah, but if who's going to guard? you can put Coupon in the starting lineup. But is, is Coupon going to guard Kevin Durant? Is Coupon going to guard yeah. LeBron James as well as Rudy Gay does? Uh, I think Coupon is the second best defensive player on the team. I think Rudy's just bigger. I think that's what helps yeah. him guard those guys because he's bigger. Size and athleticism. Guy. I think I think against the elite small forwards of the league, like LeBron, like KD, like Carmelo, I think Rudy gives you something that's hard to replace with you know Jared Dudley and draft picks, um, which is one of the trade offers that was floating around there from the Suns. Uh, yeah, Jared Dudley, I'm just like, <laughs> like, like, I've never been a fan of that guy. Well, I well, mean, but that was not though. I mean, that's not. They're not gonna. They're gonna get two good pieces back if they're gonna trade. I mean, we have confidence in this. In this. In this new Grizzlies. You do. You don't. I'm not saying I don't. I'm just asking. You don't have you confidence do. that the Grizzlies. If they're gonna trade Rudy Gay, they're gonna get two people back that can help you, and one of them that can shoot threes. It, dep- it depends. If on not, they're not gonna trade Rudy. Because what's the point? You can trade urgently. him after the season. So you, yes. if you're gonna trade him, you get a guy who can shoot threes, and you get somebody else who can be a rotation player, when, and you may get draft picks. Do you think there's any And if you chance, can't get that trade, you don't do it. Do you think there's any chance? They trade someone other than Rudy Gay, Zebo, Mark Gasol at the end of the year. You think there's any shot of that happening? I think there's maybe a five percent chance that it could be Zebo, and it would have to be for some ridiculous, some ridiculous return. I mean, they'd, I, I don't know, I don't know what would make them do that, but I really don't think they would do that. Um, I, I think, I think, kind of like like you said, Kevin. I think they are going to see if they can get what they would like to get for Rudy before the deadline. If they don't get it, I don't think they deal him. Right. I think they're they're smart enough. I don't think it's a it's not a fire sale going on. They don't have to get rid of right. them because again, last night's game proved that a little bit, and the stretch has proved anything that they can win with Rudy Gay. But you can't go forward after this year with Rudy Gay and Zebo both in your team money wise. So you're going to have to do something, yeah. and you could possibly be better if you trade Rudy Gay. I mean, I mean, you can be better if you trade Rudy Gay. I mean, if you, get, if you can get two players back, there's going to be yeah. some teams. There's, there's apparently there's interest because if there's all yeah. the rumors out there, every, there's what at least a third of the association has been <sighs> involved in trade rumors mm-hmm. right now for Rudy Gay. So there's interest. His contract may not be that big of a defer as we thought it was originally. Yeah, we've seen all kinds of rumors going around. Uh, I actually just before I came over to the studio, uh, the the latest one is the Washington Wizards. Uh, Rick Buecher was reporting, and you know, take it, take that for whatever it's worth. Rick Buecher was reporting that the Wizards made a quote very good offer for Rudy Gay, um, but of course he didn't say what that was. The Wizards, the Wizards. I don't know. <laughs> the I don't, worst I team mean, in how, the NBA. How, how awful would that be for Rudy to go from a to, to be on this team his entire career to the Wizards. help them build to being a championship contender, and then boom, the year that this team has the best roster he's ever had. You're traded to the worst team in the league. That'd be it. Would be, <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would you know you know I mean I mean love the guy hate the guy that would just be you would feel bad for him a little bit. Yeah, you would. You would have what to the, assume that Bradley Beal would be a part of that deal if anything with the Wizards for it to be good at all. Wizards have some some could could matter. Uh, almost any team uh, you could find something if they were willing to take the contracts back. The most interesting He's rumor. Find a shooter. The most interesting rumor to me so far has been that uh, the Grizzlies apparently made some offer to the Timberwolves that the, whatever they were asking for, the Timberwolves just immediately rejected it. So I don't know if they were asking for Kevin Love. I don't know if they were asking for Ricky Rubio. But whatever it was, the Timberwolves just said no way and sent them packing. Well, that I mean, yeah, I mean, you might as well try, I guess, and ask for yeah, Ricky Rubio. So but I, I definitely think that they're they're not gonna do. That's the kind of thing that makes me think that they're not gonna do a Rudy Gay deal unless they get something that's going to immediately make this team even better than it already is 
But should, but should fans take last night's game against the San Antonio Spurs and, and factor that into their decision on whether or not the Grizzlies should trade Rudy Gay? Well, it doesn't matter whether they should or not. They're going to. They're um, going to trade Rudy I think Gay. I, no, I, they're going to they're they're take that. as Oh, they're going to take it as they shouldn't yeah. trade him. I mean, it feels like every game that the Grizzlies play since these rumors started surfacing is sort of a referendum on whether they should keep Rudy Gay or not. Um, you could last say that last night it was a win, so you yeah. say yes. I'm looking at the uh, Washington Wizards roster. That's not anybody on this team that, you, that I don't know. But just I mean, think Trevor the, Ariza, but you know, he's uh, in the game last night. If the Grizzlies had a Kyle Korver or somebody who could shoot a three, it's just always they don't have that guy in that clutch situation. He's on. He can just go stand out there. He's hurt. Coupon. He's yeah. hurt. But he's still not a three-point specialist. I mean, but it's good to have him I on mean, the team. Been, Rudy can make three three ball well too, this year. But they don't have a three from that corner specialist. three. Quincy has been pretty good. He's their best three-point shooter this year, percentage-wise. Yeah, I mean, he's I mean, he's developed that corner three. I mean, he's taking on that Shane Battier role. All right, Kevin, I appreciate you coming in studio. Everybody can check out your website. That's straightoutofvancouver.com, an SB right. Nation. Uh, site, and they can follow you at Twitter. On uh, What's your Twitter? Uh, it's uh, Kevin Lipe, L-I-P-E-S-B-N. All right. Thanks for coming in, studio. Coming up yeah, on this program, we'll play Hang Up and Listen at high noon. You can get in right now if you want at 360-8255. That's 360-8255. The first caller every week on Hang Up and Listen wins $10 to Ease 24-Hour Cafe. Let's go eat at Ease. We have Ease breakfast each and every Saturday here on MSL. They serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Man, their biscuits are delicious. But we recommend you go dine in there, whether it's on your way downtown or late night dining. When you're just partying downtown and you get hungry, you don't stop by a fast food place. Stop by our friends at Ease. There's the location on Union Avenue uh, right there across from Methodist University Hospital. That's at 1308 Union. That's their original location. There's also a location at 42. 42- 87 Summer Avenue and a brand new location coming to Park in Mount Moriah in just a few weeks. That's Ease 24-Hour Cafe. Let's go eat at Ease. The first caller and hang up and listen gets $10 to Ease. We'll play that next. 360-8255 is the phone number. That's 360-8255. You'll listen to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM.